0: Life as a mom can be really hard, and it can seem like we have nothing left to pour out. I'm Tina, and I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. Join me every week as we talk about God's purpose in our marriage and motherhood. Though at times those feelings of inadequacy can be overwhelming, there is so much joy to be had in the ordinary if we just take a few moments to find it. Do you ever struggle with prayer? Sometimes I'll find myself repeating the same things or feeling a loss of focus, intention in prayer. What do I say? Who should I be praying for? There are so many distractions and things that I can get caught up on and neglect prayer altogether. But we all know that prayer is important, and if you're like me, you also know that this is an area that could use improvement. I'm not talking about being just like heroes of the faith, like Susanna Wesley, and jumping right into scripture reading and prayer for two hours every day. But we can follow her example By praying what we read. I want to do just that with you today in the book of Romans. Please feel free to pray with me as I highlight verses from chapters 10, 12, and 13. We can be praying these for our spouse, children, family, friends, whoever comes to mind. So let's get started. First off. Romans ten one, Brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them is that they may be saved. That's something that I somehow forget about. And I forget to be praying daily for my own children's salvation. Oh my goodness, what a rebuke. And I can't, oh, it is so humbling to think that I just admitted that. But it's true. Jumping down to verse 9. I'm just going to pray through this with my kids and you can listen. Or for my kids and you can listen. Lord, I pray that they will confess with their mouth that you are Lord and believe in their heart that you raised Christ from the dead so that they can be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. Lord, lead my children to a right knowledge of you and their need for salvation, that they might not be put to shame. But Lord, you also say in verse 14, how can they call upon him in whom they have not believed? And how can they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching? God, I pray that you'll allow me to have the right words and to remember to be repeating the gospel to them daily so that they can hear and know. Now moving to chapter 12. Verse 1, Lord... I pray that by your mercies, you will help my children present themselves, all of themselves, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to you, which is their spiritual worship. I pray that they won't be conformed to this world, but that they'd be transformed by the renewing of their mind, that by testing, they can discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. God, help them have discerning hearts. For we know that the ruler of this world wants their hearts and wants their allegiance with him. Lord, I pray that you'll give them discernment to be able to discern what is the word of truth and believe that. Lord, I pray as in verse 3 that they would not think more highly of themselves than they ought to. I pray that you'll give my children a humble spirit. I pray that you'll give me a humble spirit to mirror for them and that you'll give my husband a humble spirit to also mirror to them. Help us lead them and show them the importance of humility and discernment. In verse 9, Lord, I pray that... You'll let our love be genuine. I pray that you'll help us all as a family to abhor what is evil and hold fast to what is good. I pray that you'll help us love one another with brotherly affection and outdo one another in showing honor. I pray that we won't be slothful in zeal, but be fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Help us to rejoice in hope. See hope, see your hope in our lives. And be patient in tribulation and constant in prayer. I pray that you'll help our family to seek to show hospitality and not think too highly of ourselves, but to be able to focus on others. I pray that you'll help us all to bless those who persecute us, bless and not curse, keep our spirits positive, And help us realize that that those who might treat us poorly are souls that you love. Help us rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Help us see those, see the good and see the bad, and not just focus on ourselves. Help us live in harmony with one another, not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be too wise in our own sight. Let us repay no evil for evil, although it can be so tempting to do something back in retaliation or to say that quick witty thought, Lord, especially me. Help, help me hold my tongue when I know that it wants to get back and say that quick thing which might feel justified in the moment but isn't right. Help us not to be wise in our own sight. Repay no evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. And as much as it depends on us all individually, help us live peaceably with all. Lord, help us understand that this does not mean that we are agreeing with everybody in everything that they say or that they believe, but that we don't necessarily need to pick fights, and can can live in peace and show kindness, and allow you to work through us. As verse twenty one says, "Let us not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good." And in chapter thirteen, God, you tell us that we should be subject to our governing authorities. I pray that you'll help our boys be respectful to those above them in school, to their teachers, to their principal, to the paras who are helping, to any volunteers who might be in their room. Help them to be respectful and honoring of that position and to obey. I pray that you'll help me show them that, And that I will be respectful and honoring and speak well of my husband. I'm so thankful for him. Help me to submit to his authority when we don't agree. And be supportive in what he decides. And God, for my husband, I pray that you'll help him in his roles, at his job, to work with others that he has to and to be respectful of authority and continue to be a good example there for our whole family. Because, God, you say that there's no authority except from God and those who exist under here on the world, world side, they've been instituted by you, God. And they're there for a purpose. God, verse 9 of chapter 13 says, that we should love our neighbor as yourself. And I pray that you'll help us do that Show kindness and compassion and not selfishness. And lastly, verse 14 says, to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Lord, I pray that we will have a heavenly focus and be heavenly minded and that we won't make any provision, open any doors to the flesh. to let those desires overcome us but God you also understand that we are broken and that we live in a broken world and, I, and you know we're going to fail and that we're going to sin help us to come to you when we do and to be able to admit it to seek that restoration with you and with others because Christ's sacrifice allows for all of that And that is a true gift. Thank you so much for giving us your word that we can know you better and grow. We ask this in your son's name. Amen. If you have a favorite passage that you like to pray through, please reach out to me on social media or through my website because I would absolutely love to hear it.